visiting with our Shap of the Week, it's Luke Respass. And I'm going to go ahead and venture out on this limb here, Luke. Are you the most popular guy on the team? When you get in, it seems like everybody's really happy to see you get into the ball game. Do you do you walk around with uh, that kind of attention? How do you handle that? Uh, I don't really know how to react half the time because <laughs> I'm just not used to all this attention. Like, I'm just used to cheering on Zane and, like, watching him just dominate the field and him and Klubnik just – dominating this year there's always a guy this attack team culture i know that you've heard about it over the course of the years and obviously through your time as a westlake football player uh, just how vital that position can be the guys that prepare the team for what they're going to face and there's always a guy every single year that kind of stands out as you know you can kind of see who the thorn in the side is for the defense in your case obviously you're an offensive player but take us into the mindset because the attack team players it is a very difficult job and it is not for the weary or the weak it is something that that really requires a lot of effort it's really a unique labor and and some people love the grind so much that they wind up really enjoying the role can you describe it for us no my god i love it it's just like you're trying to replicate the uh, other team's offense every week i'm like picking out this new player i'm gonna be for that week so it's you're just choosing like for this week I'm being the Cedar Ridge running back I'm already a running back but the Cedar Ridge running back looks just like me and so like it's a perfect role just for me what does it mean to be able to compete against the best every single week in practice because I know that that has to give you that bolt of confidence when you do actually get your opportunities we're not talking about a slouch we're talking about a guy that gets in when the opportunities present itself you got four rushing touchdowns man this is you like to play and you're pretty good at it and when you get your moments what is that like for you when you get those moments I'm only given so many shots to uh take my uh take my chances so like I try to make the most out of it I only get so many times to get pop in the game and so I try to make the most of it every time I hop in he never has a bad day he's always got a smile on his face he's one of the toughest pound for pound kids we have on the whole team nobody brings as much effort as Ressi. That's Coach Dodge, Coach Salazar, Jason Jones, Kirk Rogers, and Coach Rhodes, your new running back coach. All of them say the exact same thing about you when it comes to not only your ability, but also your attitude. Coach Dodge always talks about take inventory of what you can control. Attitude is one of those things that you can control. What's your attitude when you get up every morning and go to practice and gear up for a game on Friday night? What's going through your mind that, that keeps that attitude at all time high? I just love practice. I just love like being around all my buds. It's, the football team is just a part of my family. And uh, when I'm with my family, it's a great time. And, and it's just a great time being with them. And I'm embracing, I'm loving every moment I spend with them. And I want to keep this family together throughout the entire playoffs. I think it's unique to have a senior on the team that was, yes, a part of the, the group that came with the varsity last year into that run to the state championship. Being a first-year varsity member as a senior, Luke, what was that experience like last year for you, getting that opportunity to work during the holidays and work leading up to the state championship game? It was the probably one of the best experiences of my life because when we made it to that state championship game, and I was just happy to be long for the ride, but being a part of tag team and all that, it was kind of like, wow, I'm actually a part of this team. I'm actually making a difference on the field because our defense was lights out last year, and they are doing amazing this year. Who's the one guy that you know you get under his skin? You know, working against one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the state of Texas in 6A football. Who are those guys that you know you bother day in and day out? I know the whole D-line, and all of them just don't like me at times because I'm just going full speed at the line, and they're just like, come on, man, slow down sometimes because Coach Salazar hop on them, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. 
guys, but I'm trying to give you a good look. If you've watched the movie Rudy, we all have that scene where the Rudy character goes up to one of the offensive linemen and says, hey, man, I'm playing defensive end for Purdue. You realize that the microcosm of practice is, hey, there's nothing like a football game, but there is an effort that that I can give personally to try to make it as as real as possible so that you are not caught off guard on a Friday night. Take us through what you have to do physically to, to get ready to be that kind of player. I'm like, I just believe in the, uh, the thing of practice how you play. And like, I practice full speed. And if I'm not going full speed, something's wrong. And uh, I just want to show my team the best look to have them prepared for game day speed. Because even though like practice, everything's a little more relaxed. We, I'm just trying to get them ready for the game every week. We try in the broadcast booth, on TV and radio, we try to really stay in the moment with you. You know, as that mantra has come through the Dodge regime of stay in the moment. I, I kind of adopted this stay in the moment attitude with the broadcast because in that moment, no matter what the score is, it's your opportunity and it's your moment as I've arrived as a Westlake football player. I've just scored my first varsity touchdown. That happened for you earlier this season. Take us through that moment, step-by-step, play-by-play, and, and how that reaction was received by you. We were just running 32 base and 33 base over and over again. And I was just like, give me the ball because I was loving it. When I got into that end zone, I was like, oh my God, this is my first actual touchdown. Like JV in freshman year, like, yeah, I scored some touchdowns here and there, but varsity is just a different field and like hearing the crowd and oh my gosh. And then seeing the sideline erupt, it was, it was euphoric. It was comparable to that state championship game. Like how I was feeling like, wow, this is it. You feel like you've made it, this whole trials and tribulations of, of being a guy that's had to work to get onto the varsity. Do you feel like that, that that moment encapsulates all the effort and it was all worth it? It really does. And, like, after weeks of practice and, like, getting into the end zone, it really was just showing, like, all my hard work really does pay, pay off. And I'm working all week to gain all this money, and I'm spending it all on the last night. I'm like, all right, perfect. There's my paycheck. That's the great analogy that we've heard a number of times in the Shop of the Week conversations as we visit with Luke Respass, that the accumulation of, of the work. In my mind, I'm accumulating this, this money that I get to blow on Friday night. I get to spend it all in one shot. And it's really unique analogy because I think a lot of people understand what return on investment means. When people come to me and say, well, what makes Westlake a special place? And I said, well, you have obviously the culture, the branding is there. You have the guys at the next level and at the pro level that are doing their thing that are representing Westlake. When it comes to that next 25 guys, you know, the 25 guys that get to play on occasion, where you see the value or the return on investment is a play like Luke Respass up the middle for a score or Ryan Cusack with an, a, a diving interception. Those are the moments that, that I kind of recall more than some of the greatest moments that have happened not only this season, but last season. The moment that I really appreciate more than anything else is the reaction from everybody that starts. Those first 22 guys, 25 guys absolutely go insane when you guys make a play. And it really speaks to the way that, that you're cherished. What is your experience on a day-to-day -day basis that, that kind of keeps you engaged and keeps you motivated? All the running backs, we are all really close together. Like every week we'll go to like Tumble 22 or something. We'll get some fried chicken together. And that just keeps us we're a little family right there. We're a family inside of a family. And we always motivate each other. We push each other to get better every day. And day in, day out, we do. And we practice hard every week.
I mean, try to force ourselves to not make mistakes and just work. I want an insider's view because that room is a special one. Obviously, uh, Dustin Wiesinger, a longtime running back coach, moving on. Jack Rhodes comes in. And I know that it's always difficult to change coaches midstream, a guy that you've known since you entered the program. And now you have to meet another person. And it has to happen under the guise of COVID-19 protocols and, and not really getting the true amount of time. What's your relationship with Coach Rhodes and how has he made you better? He's been a great coach. I, I love him to death. Like he is only like 10 years older than me, but like we share like some of the same memories growing up. I'm not saying like I can't always relate to Coach Wiesinger, but I can relate to Coach Rhodes a lot. Every day he has this little pad and he like tries to knock it out of our knock it out when we're holding on the ball. He was trying to beat us with it and just trying to knock it out. If we if we drop it, we got 25 push-ups, and I haven't dropped it yet. I'm praying. Well, it's these little things, these little moments that we miss out on that, that we don't get a chance to bring up on game day that are not only motivational but also practical. We always see the love for the offensive line, and this is an offensive line, Luke, that Coach Murdoch has really made a point this year to make sure that the depth and the opportunity to play at a high level not only – starts with starting five but also there's about 10 guys that that are very accomplished on the offensive line that could play at any moment what's your experience with those guys talk about the Westlake offensive line as you see it from a running backs perspective they are a god's gift they are spectacular during run hole during the week they'll just dominate some days and just absolutely kill the kill the defense and I'm like oh my gosh these guys are in high school and like they're always like a I don't know, like 120 pounds more than me and that's like ridiculous to me I'm like David and Goliath over here, they're just massive. Stand next to Ryan and Kennard. It's pretty impressive because I think one of the things that you think about when you see those guys is, wow, look how big they are. But one of the things that I've noticed about t- chatting with some of them is they're incredibly intelligent. 35 of your teammates have made the academic all-state team. I know school is a very big deal at Westlake, and I think that gets lost in the shuffle sometimes with football and all the attention that we pay to it. But it's a big deal to be good in the classroom and to have that kind of commitment. What is it like for you to be able to say, hey, look, I'm doing this for me. What I want out of this is obviously another ring. The academic side of it has got to mean uh, as much, if not more, than what, what you're doing because the amount of time that you put into both. Oh, yeah. Like, so our coaches, like, they'll be texting us, like, yo, why is there a zero right here? And, like, if we have any zeros, we're going to start running gassers. Like, every zero we have is two gassers. And you'll see some guys, like, he forgot turning a whole week's worth of assignment. And you see them run, like, 20 gassers. Like, oh, gosh. Don't want to be him. And, and it would suck being eligible to play football just because you're not taking care of business in the classroom. And classroom comes first, and then comes football. I think it's fun to see the other guys helping people out. I've walked up and down the sidelines before in years past, obviously not as much this year, but I hear guys talking about assignments and I see, I hear guys talking about things that have nothing to do with football. But to me, I think having those conversations and, and it be teammate to teammate and peer run, I think those are really meaningful and that kind of carries some weight and inspires you know everybody to kind of make sure that that things are done the right way so that you can get the best out of the experience. Do you find that it, it helps when you hear it from your own players? It's crazy seeing these guys. I'm like, I see them in high school and I'm like, wow, this is an actual D1 athlete. Like now I'm staying next to them and I'm talking with them and I'm friends with them. And I'm like, this is, it, it's crazy. You don't always get to have this. I think it's fun for you to get this kind of experience early because you know what it's like to be a part of something that's bigger than you. It's almost like an organization. Like it's for the shop culture. It's for the team. We're all family together and we're, we're all for one. We have one goal in mind and everyone's going to do it. Everyone's going to do their job and everyone's going to do their work. So as you gear up for your first true playoff game as a senior I know you wanted to play in that late Travis game the last three weeks have had to be very difficult mentally 
How have you overcome that? What are some of the strategies that you implemented personally to keep your attitude at a, at a high level and not let the fact that you haven't played in three weeks as you prepare the team for Cedar Ridge? I'm watching a lot of film. I was trying to look at the scoping out the team says we're, we're either going to play, uh, I think, Vandergriff or we're going to play Cedar Ridge. So I was watching film on both those guys and looking back, looking at some of their guys I might play as as a tag team player. And uh, that really kept me focused on the football grind. And uh, I kept up with school and I kept a good sleep schedule and I'm um, I'm ready for this week and I'm ready to dominate. What's fun about this, Luke, is that you kind of turn into that analyst, right? Because as an attack team player, you're watching the other team trying to formulate a plan. What's the one thing that you think Cedar Ridge does well on offense? Like after a big play, they'll they'll run a real fast offense right afterwards to try to catch defense off guard. And I think they run that pretty well. And I, I think we're prepared to play it this week. The last game against Austin High, and I know that, you know, the final regular season game at home is a big moment for you. But you have the moments that you have in these games. As a senior, it's the last time you're going to do this and the last time you're going to do that. Are you aware of that in the moment? Is that something that, that you kind of cling to that keeps you grounded? I've thought about it a few times, like – Yesterday, uh, Coach Dodge, we had our little team meeting after our uh, Thursday practice, and really put in perspective, like, all the blood, sweat, and tears I've spent on this field. Like, even during middle school when we had PC or uh, – it makes you think, like, wow, I spent so many hours here, and it would be a shame to lose on our last home game here. But You know, there's those moments that you are not going to forget. Obviously, your first touchdown is not going to be forgotten. But the subsequent touchdowns, the ability to, to get back in and be consistent when you play, is there little things that you can pull out of each game – that say, okay, look, I can do this better or I can do that better. What what are some of those things that you pull out that says, hey, I can I can do this better or I, what are you constantly working on? I'm just striving for, for, for perfection. Like I want to achieve that and I, I know it's not possible, but I'm trying to get as close to it as I as I can. Like one week I was really bad at cutting and like I was working on it all next week and one week I was lining up way too wide, so I just narrowed in my stance a little bit. So you trying to fix one little thing every week. You know, yeah. I can kind of tell that that you are you are about as old school as everybody else describes you to be. <laughs> what are some of the, your favorite things that you like to do out off the football field? Just working out and like going out running, listening to Hank Williams Jr. or maybe some rap music as as well. Like I have a really diverse taste in music, so keeps me what, grounded there. What else is on your Spotify list or your or your Pandora list that, that would probably shock us? Probably Tyler the Creator. No one expects that out of me. So during when the uh, the specials come out, the uh, kickoff returners, punt returners, and kickers, uh, when ACDC starts playing on the uh, loudspeakers, I just love it. And ACDC, Thunderstruck, every time. Like, that guitar, every time. It's perfect. It really is. It dials me in, and I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to catch, and I am ready to run. Like. Yeah. One that one guitar lick in Thunderstruck is kind of a unique thing for a you know for a senior in high school to to pick. Uh, I'm a little bit of an old soul, but my mom does listen to the Beastie Boys, '90s, '80s rap, and all and all those music. And my dad's a big country fan. My sister likes all that rap music, so I get a large pool to pull from. The fact that mom listens to Beastie Boys that makes me a fan already. And your in your pregame moments when you're getting focused, what are what are some of the things that you have to do? Are you a superstitious guy? Uh, I kind of am. So before every every game, like we get our little water station out in the uh, locker room, and I always stack a I think a cups in there, like three in the bottom, two in the middle, one on top, and I do that. Uh, it's worked so far. We've won every game. I've done it. So uh, kind of a weird superstitious thing. But I do it anyways. A playoff game and, and the implications of, of trying to, to wade through COVID-19 and the protocols just to be able to play week to week. Take us, you know, kind of behind the scenes of how much effort it takes just to be able to play on Friday night. We're trying our very best. We are being real strict with our masks, like in the weight room, on the field, everywhere. Everywhere we go, we are wearing a mask because we do not want to lose our family this soon. And 
for that reason. The only way I want to go out is going out, going out with a bang. I don't want to go out for this one to zero forfeit because that would be probably the worst feeling ever to watch all your work go down the drain just because a few a few guys were selfish about not wearing a mask. I've always thought about this as, hey, this is one area where I think coaches and players and fans alike can agree in a time where a lot of people are disagreeing with one another. I think we can all agree that, hey, for the sake of, you know, making sure that everybody has the high school experience that they want to have, especially in Westlake, it's that brotherhood, that family atmosphere that we're all in this together. Do you feel like that that is even more important and takes on a lot more meaning this year rather than in years past? It really has because, uh, and so we're all like online. And the only time we go out is for practice and games. And so we're the only times we go outside to see anyone is with each other. All of our socializing is all in the field and we just have a blast out there and we've gotten tighter over this. That has to make things a lot more enjoyable. The fact that you'll be around your teammates a lot more and there's that opportunity to get tired of one another. But now it seems like you can't wait to see your buddies at 5.30 in the morning and you and you spring out of bed to make that happen. I'll wake up at 4 and I'm just like, I'm ready. And I go pick up uh, Quad Johnson and I'm excited to drive there. I'm like going five over. I'm ready. <laughs> Final thought with Luke Respass, our Shab of the Week. What's the one thing that you have personally that you can kind of hold on to as a personal goal? We know the team goals, obviously, win a district championship, compete in the playoffs, make it to the the third round. And we know that, that a state championship repeat is on everybody's mind. But what's the one thing that Luke Respass holds on to? So this is mine and this is what I want out of this. Every time I, I step on the field, I want to try to score every time I get in because I only have at, at the very most six games left. And so I w- I'm trying to get six touchdowns every time. And so I'm just hoping our team as a whole can make that to make that happen. We, we can always get out there and work. He's Luke Respass, our Shab of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you.